morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the extra special edition of Social Conf, the social media conference Suriname edition. As you've noticed, we didn't announce anything this week uh, because this week is the social media conference and we're actually going to have, as you see, usually we have a guest popping up with an intro, special intro, but tonight we have one of the speakers and actually a previous speaker who's this year just an attendee at a conference to talk about the conference a bit, their experiences, and actually how it has been since 2020 and since 2019 actually from a physical conference, because this is the second year in a row that we're doing it fully virtual. So Shanluk, kick us off with the social media conference. So what is it about and what are we talking about tonight? So first off, Rajiva Raval, thanks for joining us on Social Convos. And uh, yes, Rajiv, this is a totally different setting. You have been a guest already on our show as well. But as you can see, Diego, it looks different. Well, of course, it's not mine. It's actually ineffable. The backdrop that I use, the lighting that I use, it's all being used for the conference right now. Even my headset, which is actually mine, I borrowed all during the last session. So I'm here like feeling like stripped completely naked. But it's, it's all worth it. I think it's all worth it. Today, we finished on the second day and we had Rafael as a speaker this morning, which was really awesome. He got a lot of people to watch him, Rafael. I, I promise I wouldn't tell you how many people future session, but I can tell that it was really successful. And of course, Ajif, who has been a speaker, his company has spoken on multiple social media conferences, social media, social conferences. And I'm really looking forward to just talk a little bit, keep it light, keep it very social and yeah, to enjoy the show. And I already see that there are some comments coming in. So we have some comments coming in from Twitch and Miguel Matters is also in the building. So uh, shout out to him as well. Awesome. I guess let's get straight into it actually. So today was the second day I actually had to catch up yesterday because I was in the interior with no reception. So last night when I got back, I watched a few of the day one sessions, not all of them, didn't have the time, but I did catch the majority of today's session and especially Rafael's session. And I posted on the, I, I think we call it the event feed, which speaker they wanted to see the most on social convos and Rafael was actually the most requested one. So I'm glad that we got Rafael. So Let's start with you, Raphael. From a speaker's perspective, how was it to, I'm not sure if this is your first, you know, virtual or just keynote at all. How was it for you as a speaker at this conference? What's your, what was your initial impression? Okay, well, I'm not going to lie. I was extremely nervous. I didn't know what to expect. It, it, it was different. I'm, I'm normally not so much of a, of a public speaker, so it was really hard to to get used to speaking to a computer, to get used to speaking to a screen and people. But I, the experience was okay. I mean, how you guys are there on the screen, I'm looking at you guys, it just feels like a conversation. So it felt after the first couple minutes, it felt more like a conversation until all the questions start coming in. And then you're like, oh, wait, you know what? I'm, a I'm actually live. There's a bunch of people watching this. And then afterwards you get inundated with a bunch of messages and and feedback and then questions and you're having conversations with people about, you know, this and that. And in fact, 45 minutes, it, it went by a lot faster than I thought it did. I thought it would take forever. It actually went by pretty quick and I'm glad it, we stopped just like under the 37 minute mark and 
literally the entire rest of the, the, the time used was for questions. So I think it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been better. There was a few things I would have done differently. I bet if I did it a second time, like tomorrow, it'd be better. It'd be even better than today because I, I would have, I'd have more composure. I know what to say. I, I know what to do. The jitters are gone. So I'm sorry to everybody who watched it the first time, you know, it was a little bit rushed or whatever, but I, I, I did have fun. It was the first time I did anything like that. And it, it touched my toes in the water and I, I'd love to do it again, honestly. Awesome. Because uh, you're going to get invited back again for, uh, for sure. So, so that was, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let the others uh, jump in as well. I, I do want to know. Before I G from a attendee perspective, how is it different for you? Like you've experienced both sides. So what do you, do you feel like is the biggest difference uh, between being an attendee and a speaker? I think there's uh, no rush. Uh, I can relax, enjoy the conference. And yeah, besides the rush, if this would be in a physical setting, I would have more time to network network a lot, but even the virtual side, I had a chance to network. So yeah, I think the rush for me, it's, it's less. So I have time to enjoy all the content and, and, and uh, make some notes, uh, a lot of notes, actually some good, some good speakers. I, I hope I can share some notes I, I made later with you guys and the audience. Speaking of doing it, having your notes from a attendees perspective. And I saw Raphael got bombarded with questions. Some questions didn't even get answered. I actually had to DM him privately because somebody just skimmed over my questions, but he, he elaborated so nicely with, I think three paragraphs of text just to explain everything. And I want to go into that question a bit, but back to you on, on your notes that were there any questions or nuggets that you got? that immediately pop up that you can say, wow, I, I didn't think about it. Or you see this differently, maybe from Raphael sessions also. Okay. So I actually, some of the sessions I didn't watch from beginning to end, but what I did with the Raphael session, I watched it today again later, oh, because the opening was one of the famous openings. So I uh, had to rewatch that and I was like, man. This is awesome. And one of the notes is, uh, contact Raphael for the next project. <laughs> So that's definitely one thing. And one, one other session from today that stood out for me is the, um, the one with ladies, influencers, I think the makeup lady and <clears throat> please, I, I don't know their names, but the, the key theme there and their key message was whatever you do in the video making that you do, try to add positive messages beyond the positive side, because we already have enough of those, the negative side, et cetera. So that, that felt good that they are able to feel that responsibility from their, from their side. That was just one keynote from the one, one note from today, but I'll give you guys a chance to jump on that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to jump on actually. There's also a lot of comments. So we're just quickly going to scroll through it. Gregory did the audio check and the video check, which is good. And Motev is awesome saying everything is good here. And Gregory also wants to say. There's a familiar sound in your voice, uh, Rafael. I, I don't think so. Don't think so. <laughs> also a shout out from Moreno and one of the actual attendees, uh, saying, uh, I know what kind of 
noticed any jitter. So that's good. Also, another person that was following your session says it was, it was really good. And a shout out from Shigeo. Much appreciated, Shigeo. Thank you for, for the support. And Shigeo is supporting us every year. He's also a past speaker as well. And we're also telling him that he's the first person we're going to call when the, when the, the conference is best to, back to a physical conference. And a funny side note, even the food got better. Well, you have to, you have to thank Nessa and Claire for that one, Shigeo, because they, they are picking out some hand picking some, some places where we're getting the food. So that's uh, also a shout out. And, um, and yes, Miguel, Rafa has always had an ad twice. We, we completely agree. And there are some people who like Rafael's ad. I also contacted him afterwards. So I do want to know, Rafael, how much of the contacting happens within the online platform that we built for the conference and how much is just straight DMs on social media or WhatsApp messages? Okay. So right after the platform, actually during the, <laughs> during the, it kind of distracted me a little bit, but during the presentation, I kept getting a pop-up and it kept making a noise. And I kept looking, I'm like, oh man, people are sending me messages on, on the, the platform. And so you'll notice a couple of times where I'm like looking, I'm like kind of confused because I don't know what that was. So people, we had around six or seven messages on the, on the platform. I haven't checked. There might be more now. And then I had some DMs on uh, Instagram as well as on Facebook as well. And that's correct. I see Miss Hakmat. She, she messaged me. We discussed a little bit of stuff about, about her. And it's just really interesting to see that, that, that people were, that people still were, that people were moved by it. And they actually had questions regarding how they could apply it to, you know, apply what I said to their, someone actually messaged me on WhatsApp too. And they made a video. They actually made a video and they sent it to me and they said, Hey, Raf, check this out. I made this. I was inspired by you. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool too. So. I was happy that people got inspired to, to create something, even though I, I didn't, I didn't really feel that I, I actually inspired anybody to go create. I think, you know, that was just some, some self, self-inspiration there from, from everyone else. But I, I hope I did give, I left people with uh, a reminder from, you know, how to start that process. So uh, that's kind of it. I do quickly want to go into the question I asked you on, because I think the answer you gave me was really elaborate and I think it would have added a bit to the storytelling, especially the storytelling that you are talking about, uh, having a story arc, having uh, a clear message, cutting out what you need. And uh, for Jean-Luc and Rajiv, my question was particularly about, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the structure of the hero's journey. And I asked Raphael what his take was on the hero's journey and when people should or should not use it. So. Raphael, what is the hero's journey in storytelling? Okay, so every, every story, not every story, but doesn't necessarily have to have a physical hero. You know, you don't need to have that knight in shining armor every single time. It could be a product. The product could be the hero. But there is a subject in the, in the storytelling. And uh, what I was telling Diego is he asked me if, you know, what's the hero's journey? Does there have to be one? When do you cut him out? And there are certain times where you actually highlight the person as a hero and you, you show his trials and tribulations and the things he goes through and you build up to that climax point and you show what he's capable of. And then you kind of wind down from there and show what the next challenge is or that nothing can stop him in his way. A lot of stories happen that way. In this situation, the video that I had presented earlier 
I did actually show a person, he was our figure. He wasn't necessarily the hero because we didn't really show that he had any hardships or anything, but we, we, I, I did show that he kind of guided us through this, this, uh, this journey of, of looking at these, these beautiful and reminding us like, Hey, you know what? We live in an, an, a really pristine world and that person is part of it. So he's kind of, you could say the hero, but we didn't really go through a hero's journey there. A lot of times we don't necessarily have to have the hero's journey with a person, but we can also have the story being the hero or the actual concept be the hero. I think I used a, uh, a documentary example. We did a documentary and we had multiple people. So it's impossible to use multiple people as the hero, right? So what we did is we used the actual organization as the hero and the people were the were guided by this organization to, 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 to make the, the, the end result a very heroic one. And that's kind of how we use the hero's journey. So there's, uh, there's different approaches, different ways of, of, of making it. You don't always have to have it. I do think though, a strong arc, a heroic arc is extremely strong. Obviously almost every single movie out there has some hero in it. And we know that. And, and if we apply that to our stories today, then obviously it's going to have some kind of connection with the viewer and, and that, you know, it can, it has possibility of going, you could say viral on social media for, for, for that time. But I, I hope that that kind of, uh, answers the question a little bit. We discussed it a little bit, but it could be a little bit more specific if you had more specific in something in, in, uh, yeah, the example you used was we're both familiar with yes theory, Shan Luke also. And you, you mentioned they use it a lot. And when you mentioned it, I actually thought back on how they uh, structured their videos on YouTube on the, the challenges they did. It was actually, it all fit that format and I didn't realize it until you mentioned it. So that, that was something enlightening for me, definitely. And I guess going back to you, Rajiv, from a attendee's perspective. So we had a lot of video related content today with the ladies with Raphael, but also some e on the e-commerce side. I'm not sure if you followed those sessions as well, because you are in the app development. Yes, we have that. So from that perspective, as an attendee this time, what was different this year in e-commerce or something you were looking forward to that would, uh, should that they have overlooked or something that surprised you that you didn't think about yet? Okay, so that session was simultaneous with uh, Raphael's session, so I, that's why. <laughs> but I did catch uh, most of that e-commerce session and yeah, what, what? I think one thing is clear that the, the e-commerce that all the, all those entrepreneurs, I could resonate with the challenge of e-commerce in Surinawa is it's still upcoming. It's, we're not there yet a long way from there, but, and, and, and it's a, it's a long grind uh, that, that, that was definitely confirmed. And at the same time, I, I like the fact that Franto brought up the idea of uh, setting up an association because yeah, you, you definitely want to have that ecosystem of e-commerce in Suriname advance to uh, another level, not just one step, at least 10 steps, but <clears throat> I think all the speakers were on point, they're trying to solve the logistics uh, dilemma. They're trying to solve the, the whole e-commerce adoption. They're, they're trying to solve a lot of those things at once. And, and, and so 
and compared to la- last year, I mean, comparing it to two years when when we did a physical session, I remember with ISDS, HEM, the, 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 everyone was so requesting for payments, online payments, making it possible. And hey, not long after the online payments came. So I think each year there is a request, the social media conference has that influence, I think. And then you see those, those small upgrades, but kind of essential. So I know it's a, it's a long and slow process, but it's, it's the step-by-step process. And I I think we're going to get there. We won't expect any great changes anytime soon, but we will get there. I have that faith. We're working indeed slowly getting there. I mean, I want to follow up that one and, and both for you, because you're both on the platform. You're talking about Pablo, which is the platform that we use for the conference. And what I'm really noticing, and I like it as well, because there are people commenting here. A lot of people that are commenting here are actually participants at the conference. And I feel like for some reason, I feel the digital conference the people that are in the conference participating actively are a lot younger than the average person that's participating in the physical conference. So that's something that I'm clearly noticing that like somehow it's, it's, it's almost like there's a threshold for like the, the 45 plus generation to log into a system, into a computer, talking to that computer, and then also log into follow sessions and actively be involved. So. I do want to, I do want to ask you guys, how, how much do you feel like this? Of course it helps, but the, the physical, the, the physical element is different from the digital. So how are you feeling about the platform? How much of a feeling do you have that you're actually at a conference when you log into Hubble? Well, okay. I'll, I'll kick up that one. I feel, oh, it's a tough one. Last year, I was so excited at, uh, to be on Hubble, quite advanced, et cetera. And yeah, I love, I loved it. And the, the physical element of the food being delivered to you, I love that as well. And then at the end, going to the drive to Magnificent. But this is second year and what I think you did quite well is the programming is diverse. You're not going to get bored of just one team. It's so diverse. You can definitely relearn something, but I agree. There is a gap. Yeah, there's a gap. If you're a bit, probably a bit older or you're not that familiar with the technology or you're just like you're, the tech fatigue is too much because you're in meeting, emails, Zoom teams, etc. Uh, why do I have to go in a hubble? I have to set up my profile, another profile. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So yeah, I can't wait for the physical, the physical one. I have to agree on that, but I, it's tricky. It's tricky. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah. Cause last year, everything's shiny and new. So you, you got it, you know, you work high, like, oh, something new, exciting, but having it consecutively can have its downfall cause you know, it's not fresh anymore, but how about you, Rafael? How has this format been for you in particular? I'm not sure. Have you attended the previous conferences? I'm not sure if I saw you or anything similar to this at all before speaking today? I've actually never attended uh, the conference. I've seen it. I've always seen it. And the physical conference looked really exciting, you know, just being there and and listening to everybody and seeing everybody and just a whole bunch of, you know, social media influencers all together in one room was just an exciting thing. Back then when it was in person, I wasn't a 
a very avid social media person at all, period. I wouldn't consider myself one anyway. Last year, I did see that there was an online conference. I think there was some reason why I wasn't able to, to attend. And this year, this year I would have attended regardless. I think it's just something, you know, someone who's, who's, who's online and, 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 and uh, you do influence a lot of people. A lot of people are asking you, Hey, are you going to join? Are you going to do this? Of course I would have joined, but I was asked to be, uh, to be a speaker. And I thought that was, that was great. So I think the, the program Pablo was smooth. There was nothing wrong. I, I signed on. In fact, the first night I signed on, I, I started racking up points. I was like, number one, I was like, yes. And I sent it to, to Ruth and Ruth was like, and by the way, Rafa resetting it tomorrow. I'm like, oh man. And now if I, I was just going to check it and I, I don't know who's number one, but I think it's the last person here who commented on, on this thing here. I think she's number one and I'm kind of jealous, re honestly. So yeah, I, 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 I still need time to, to get on there to win. You're not going to win now. I mean, the top, nope. the top 10, like if, if you look at the amount of points the top 10 have, like last year, this is already multiplied what it was last year. So it's, 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 it's so much fun. So quickly going through the comments, Shigeo just said, uh, falling on a slow road has its close. Uh, you can follow in silence and multitask. That's definitely true. That's, that's definitely true. And indeed, South Asimra says, I'm surprised with it. It's, it was, uh, it was good. Pablo is also, uh, running smooth. I like how you can't miss anything because you can rewatch over and over again. Take notes. That's, that's awesome. He's giving a shout out. So Richard, now we're gonna, we're gonna show your drawing of day one here, uh, in a bit. And Stephanie is liking this. Mr. Basic is saying we're busy as always. Yes, you drove. We are. And as a media person, why do you really thought she liked it? And Sifra also agreed with that as well. And shout out, yes, theory shout out by Richard as well. So. You can't replace the physical one. We completely agree. And Stephanie says, yes, Rafael, you were first place when I joined. So what happened? The reason why we have to reset this is we didn't want an unfair advantage because last year we noticed that people tried to get a head start before the conference even began, because usually you get your logins before the conference starts. And like some people get their logins on Saturday, some people get their logins on Sunday, and then people just start piling up points and trying to, to win the competition before it's over. And I don't know if people know the prizes and are, I'm not sure I'm going to tell people the prizes that you can win uh, if you're at a first or second or third place, because it, it's going to turn into a frenzy. It's always kind of already turning into a frenzy. And I, I do want people to know that it, it hasn't happened in Suriname. But I get to volunteer sometimes at conferences internationally. And one of my favorite conferences where I get to help is, is the social media marketing world. And we actually had to deal this and remove people from this contest because they were just spamming the hell out of people. And, and we do want to keep it clean, like keep it enticing and, and have it fun. But it, it can get out of hand sometimes, these kind of contests. So yeah, some people didn't even notice the, the point. And to this point, I actually want to bring this, especially specifically on the platform Hubble. And this is uh, to all three of you, I guess. And I think you can start off with this one from an organization's point of view, Jean-Luc. This gamification element of adding these systems into these conferences. How do you see it? I'm asking this specifically because you and I both are, and I think Rajiv also, 
or into this NFT project where they have gave, are going to gamify a lot. So how do you see gamification and community actually working together in this, especially digital world? So I think gamification can be good. I think it's good in, in organizations for onboarding certain things because you want to have incentives. Like I said, it can go a little over the top. I mean, one of the things, the, one of the first really gamifications I loved was Foursquare. I, I was a big, big fan of Foursquare. Now, Foursquare was kind of an in-city game that basically if you check in at certain places within the city, within Paramaribo, you could get points and you could beat all friends. And if you had the most points for a certain place, you became the mayor of a certain place. And we went ham with it. Basically, Foursquare was destroyed, completely destroyed by, by uh, Facebook checking. As soon as Facebook checking came, everybody just stopped using Foursquare. And I was so disappointed because from a, from a gamification perspective, it was awesome. And then when we saw that Hubble had this gamification, we really wanted to get the most of it. So what a lot of people don't know, there are actually people that are attending the conferences, but this conference, a lot of people don't know that every day our sponsors like Hakenbank and, and, uh, and Fernandez, they have games going and that is they have games going and there actually are contests on the platform where people can win prizes. And that's what I mean. Like if you're not really techie, you have to figure everything out. But there are a lot of people who like, it's, it's funny, like some people will go away from this conference. And aside from all the knowledge they get, they get more prizes and goodies than the actual amount of money they paid for a seat to join into the conference. So it, is, it, it brings kind of a really fun element as well. And some people are just like, what's the right? Aside from all the knowledge I'm getting, I'm getting this and I'm getting that and, I'm get, and I want this at the conference and I also want that. So I think that that makes it, it makes it a lot of fun for me personally. How about uh, you, Rajiv? And then if Rafael has any thoughts, he can finish. That. Well, my thought was like, oh, what? There are contents every day? What? <laughs> that was my first impression. But no, I think it's uh, it's needed. They should also have uh, definitely a reporting option if it gets too out of hand. But other than that, I think gamification is here to stay. It's good for engagement, keeps it fun. And that that's that's cool. If you're, if you're doing this in a Zoom, or you don't have those kind of options. So, so. To make it fun, hey, I agree. Gamification, definitely good. Well, I, I do, yeah, I, I, I think we can learn, learn a lot from this and then try to find out how we can approach it in the different settings. I, I wonder how we will do it in a physical setting, how that would, would work. And, and on a side note, hey, maybe a hybrid setting would, that can also work. But so, yeah, I think it should be here to stay. All I know is that when you guys go to sleep, I'm going to be going ham on the program, on the platform, and I'm going to get a ton of points. I see that there's se someone has 17,000. I'm going to, I'm going to go above that bar. So, uh, whoever has that, I'm going to come after you. That's my thoughts. I like it. It's fun. Awesome. So I, I think you won't be the only one additional. I think, uh, you've been drawing in the morning, so that's why you didn't see the points. So. I think you're going to be drawing tomorrow again. That's what we had talked about a bit in the networking session. So he draws in the morning. So we should see today's session in one of Richard drawings tomorrow. Zest from Twitch says, John, look, you can print the panda drawing of four children and with the tag NFT. So make a tag, make an NFT of your NFT replica. <laughs> 
And CDO says, how about the knowledge quiz on the platform as a gamification element? And lastly, Pishmohan says, yeah, that's why I got a message from all kinds of people. It's more for educational growth network purposes. And she did get the chance to net, uh, network with old pals, I assume. But coming back to you, Raphael, on the topic of not having attended the conference yet and this being your first conference, has there been any other sessions that you have looked into aside from preparing and removing the jitters for your own session? Has there any been session in particular that you got something out of and you thought, whoa, the social media thing is that you're not very social media savvy yet in the beginnings, only the recent years. Uh, how has that, was there a wow moment for you so far in this session? Well, okay, I'm just going to be straight up honest. I haven't watched any sessions yet, but I realized about an hour ago that you can rewatch the sessions because someone tagged me and be like, oh, hey, I could rewatch the sessions. I'm like, oh, no, oh, I don't want that. So now everyone gets to rewatch my jitters, but I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, rewatch sessions. I did click on a session. I think it was the very first one. I wanted to see what it looked like. I was very curious to see if, if, you know, what I had to do, I was kind of nervous. I didn't know what to expect, what to do. So I clicked it, I watched it. And uh, from it, I did hear some really interesting uh, information. I think it was Ebeline Ferengi. He was talking about, um, he was discussing something in Dutch. I wasn't exactly sure, but he said some comments that I, I took to heart and I was like, hey, that's absolutely true. Uh, and it helped me answer a question today that I got. So that was, that was definitely something I'm definitely going to go rewatch. There are a few that I want to rewatch, like the three ladies today, there was a session right at the same time as mine. I do want to go check that out. I do want to see what, what my, my other video colleagues have to say about, about that. So I'm, I'm going to go and, and rewatch it definitely probably tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, Rajiv, anything you're looking forward to tomorrow? I know. <laughs> Me and Sean Luke have one that we're looking forward to, but he scheduled me on that same day. <laughs> yeah, on that same time slot. But we'll we'll let we'll let that go. We'll figure it out. We can we can rewatch it as Raphael says. But yeah, Rajiv, tomorrow. No, I'm I'm definitely I'm looking I'm browsing through the calendar and the uh, the art, the future of art is something I would love to I will check that one out definitely. I know I that I know I think there <laughs> he'll talk about NFT, so yeah. Definitely want to be there. And also the corporate offline to online. There are some uh, seasoned speakers there. So I think we'll listen to them. You know, one of the interesting parts and a side note, one of the interesting parts about this platform as well is it has a good networking element, right? So it, you, you, you join in and it gives you some suggestions about people you sent a message to. And I did send a message and did get acquainted with some of them. So that's also in some, a nice feature of this platform as well. But going back to the program tomorrow, yeah, I think the first one, the first two ones, so looking forward to that and the art, the future of art. And of course, podcasting, I'll also tune in, Diego, don't worry. We're, we're going to find a way to, to watch, attend these sessions. Both. I don't know how, that's, that's going to be a very tricky part. <laughs> I believe that's very tricky as well. So quickly, quickly getting into the to the contest board. I also saw a comment by Shigeo, how about a knowledge quiz on the platform as a gamification element? So in case you don't know, if you go to the, I actually have to, 
brought to the screen again. And maybe switch. I like this new option by StreamYard as well, where you can put us down here. So what what's interesting, if you go to the contests, there actually are a lot of contests up. I'm not sure people know this, but there's like a selfie contest going on. There's a handcut quiz going on. There's a Syria quiz going on. There's a Digicel Best Caption quiz going on. A Datasure quiz going on. A Fernandez Bakery quiz going on. You can even look how much chance you have of winning based on how many entries there already are. So that's also something really interesting. And funny thing is like there are over, I wonder, it's close to 250, I think, people are, that can log in. 26 people are still online. Even though all sessions have finished, 27 people now are still online. So these 27 people are still trying to get points as well. So I think that's that's really, really interesting. So Rafael, you're you're not gonna be you're not gonna be the only one. Well, well, well. I you know what? I actually just now realized that there's contests, so I'm gonna go ham on those in a second here. I saw a selfie contest, so I'm gonna have fun with that. And and yeah, I'm actually gonna try to get points. I just I just now logged on and I saw that I am really behind. I gotta catch up. So I got a lot of work to do. A lot of coffee. We're gonna have, probably have another cup of coffee to to fix this. Yeah, look at that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give up. I'm I'm run twenty fifth with a thousand over a thousand points, but it's like <laughs> it's it's gotta be a lot. It's really it really is a lot. Let me quickly also we gonna remove it from here as well. I'm quickly gonna get the podcast because there's a panda question. So I'm gonna quickly get the panda drawings before I answer that question. So Diego, go ahead, just just keep them occupied for a bit and I'll try to see if I can get my, my children's panda drawings for in, 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 in my house. All right, sure. So going through the comments uh, real quick. Um, so Motep says, interesting to see how a lot of people got interested in NFTs and social media on the blockchain. Yeah, that, that was quite surprising to me that, you know, especially compared to last year, the difference in interest has been quite significant. Uh, you're getting a lot of compliments with your friend, your friend Tony, who is in Dubai as well. People love you guys' work. So uh, on that note, why aren't you in Dubai? That's the exact question I had in my mind. Okay, so it's a long story by why I'm not there. I'm 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 supposed to be there, or I, I was anyways hoping to be there. My brother's there, but I I decided that there was uh, more important work here to do, so I decided to stay. And I thought, you know, Tony could Tony can handle it. He's got it. He's got. It. We're, we're we're talking every single night, and he's like, Roth, man, I I really wish you were here. We you know we need your help and this and that. So. But I think he's, he's got it pretty handled uh, over there. They're, they're working on an upcoming uh, series of shows to come out and, and talk about the pavilion and what Suriname's doing in Dubai. And it's just really exciting and interesting. I got to see a lot of photos and behind the scenes stuff. And I think it looks really good there. I am jealous. I really am. It's, it's so nice there. And there's just so much information. You know, I love, I love culture. I love learning stuff. And, and, and that is definitely the place to go. I hope, hopefully that um, I'll have the opportunity to go and, you know, check things out. See Tony again, of course, if he decides to come back, because I don't know, he's getting, he's got a lot of likes from those Dubai people. So he might end up staying there, you know? I mean, hey, yeah, we'll see. 
Very interesting. All right, Chan looks back and I see he's ready to project an image. So let it rip, Chan look. So I tried to find the drawings, but they, they removed them from where I said, I kind of, when people saw my presentation, it looked like my, my children drew the panels on, on one piece of paper, but it's actually, it was actually edited in. But this is the drawing by, uh, by Richanel. So a shout out to, to Richanel for capturing. He always captures the, the, the days of the converts for us in, in his drawings. And these drawings are just, just awesome. So this is a drawing basically from, I think, the first morning sessions of, of day one. And with, with also awake, I think, to the final session, closing keynote uh, of day one, which is was about the media, it's social media. So he put up the, the panda story because I used the, you, Diego, I think you, you really would have enjoyed it, the uh, life as well. Because I went into the patient panda story from, from Gary Vaynerchuk. You're kind of saying like how it starts off with, with your children and they're just drawing pandas. And Gary Vaynerchuk draws a panda with a story behind it. Also, maybe not from a, a hero perspective per se, but that patient panda just got sold. The NFT got sold for, I think, 160 or 180 those dollars recently, like three weeks ago. And I really talked about the utility of, of the NFTs that the fee friends that Gary Vaynerchuk made, which I think it will be really interesting to see where that space is going because once you have utility to stuff, it becomes really interesting. For me, I'm still baffled. Like, how does a rock get sold for 8 million? A picture of one. That's something that I don't understand. But I do understand an NFT, which has actual utility. That, for instance, you can get like a celebrity to get on your podcast because you put trust in their project where nobody was putting trust in that project yet. So I thought those opportunities are really, really, it's, it's kind of meta and new age, but those things are really interesting. But you can't support someone. And by giving that support, I think the most interesting thing to, to close off this rant that I'm going on, the most interesting part is that basically Gary Vaynerchuk puts stuff in his NFTs that he's already doing. He's already having breakfast meetings. He's already having lunch meetings. He's already having dinner with people. And he's just put those in the NFTs as perks, which means basically people that now approach him for a dinner or a breakfast They've already paid for the service. So you don't have the hassle of trying to figure out what the right pricing is to, to, to provide a service because that person has already paid for that service. That person has already said, this is it. He, he can resell that service if he's not going to use it. It's, it's brilliant. It's basically your customers already paid for, for your services beforehand. Yeah, I, I watched the session, the, the playback session, and well, when you opened up with a drive of panda, because you Twitter messaged me uh, that night, and I said, okay, what is this? And then when I watched the session, okay, now it makes sense why you DM'd me on Twitter to put that online. So we can probably rant on NFTs till the end of the session, but before we do that, there's some comments and comments and questions here. So quickly before we go on, Shigio asks Kraft, how about broadcasting your video of today in Dubai? So is there any content from you, even though you are here in Dubai to represent or, you know, showcase Suriname? 
Well, I, I, I don't necessarily have any video content there at the moment. That's the job of the, uh, the media team there. I do have a, on the, uh, the top of the, the pavilion is a photo of mine there and also like one strip on the front. So that's pretty much uh, all the content I have there for myself, but we'll see. I'm, I am, uh, working with uh, the team here in Suriname to help push content to, to Dubai. So if they need any assistance, um, I'm, I'm up for it. So. Yeah, we, we look forward to more content because I think you are one of the few, there's uh, several others who have, you know, that amazing footage from the interior. And I think that's something that's very highlighted on the expo. I didn't really look into it much yet, but it is a long conference, I think six months. So there's a lot that can happen between now and then. And quick question to you, Sean, look from the comments. Sifra asks what is supposed to happen tomorrow at the end of the conference. She's a bit confused. So actually there's a, a drive, drive thing that's happening. Maybe I can, I'm going to try to, to put a picture up because it's kind of similar to last year with one major difference. And that's where on the other side of, of, of the Turarika parking lot. So basically what's going to happen is we're going to have a drive-through event. What makes a drive-through event fun? It's kind of the only physical element that we currently have in, in the conference. So it's kind of a way of still having the interaction and especially for participants. So if you're a community pass or an op and access pass holder, you get a certificate and you get a goodie bag and you can pick up the goodie bag and the certificate there. Uh, and off for the speakers, there's an even better goodie bag waiting for you as well. So, so because some sponsors say like, we want to give the speaker something extra. So they get a little bit extra. And I also heard this year, at least somebody told me that, that if you're an alumni, so if you have participated in multiple social media conferences, there's also like an extra goodie in the goodie bag, which I didn't know about, but there might be a surprise for people who have participated in, in multiple ones. So let me quickly see if I can somehow put up the visual that I saw for you, for what it's going to look like. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, it's going to be posted in, it's going to be posted in, in, in Hubble as well. But I'm quickly going to download, download the map for tomorrow. So as you do that, Gregory says, Sean, look, your rants are a work of art and uh, Motef agrees. So. You know, some people really enjoy your rants, so don't dismiss them outright. And as you bring up that image for the map tomorrow, do you have it up? Yeah, I got it. Let's quickly bring it in. So basically tomorrow, if, if you're a little bit familiar with Royal Terarica, well, if you drive in, usually you go to the left and the driving for last year was to the left at the Royal War Room. But there are several reasons why we, we chose for the other side this time around. And one of the reasons, which is a really good one, is last year at the peak, it got a little bit busy. And we kind of had some issues with the street that the line for the drive to event was kind of bothering the street a little bit. So this year, luckily, we have the other side. So basically, you drive towards Royal Terrarica, you drive into Royal Terrarica, and, you, and right before Royal Terrarica, you take a small ride. And then you go into the, the, to the, I'm not sure it's the south side parking of the Royal Terrarica parking area. And there, there will be some booths. So basically the first booth will be an informational sponsor booth. You might get a tasting of some products of one of the sponsors. And Ferrades Bacare is one of our sponsors as well. 
So you might get something there at uh, their booth. And then you drive through and you get your goodie bag and you drive through a little bit more. There probably will be an FC. I think Sydney will be that and he will be interviewing people. And after that, you get your certificate. And so uh, there's a lot to do. I think the goodie bag is quite nice. I got to see some of it today. It's actually better than, I think a couple of years ago, I remember that in, in San Diego, we even went back to, we even went back to like an empty goodie bag because people collect things. So instead of, I think we did that as well, instead of companies giving like all the freebies into the goodie bag, people would visit the boots of the sponsors that they wanted to go to and there they would collect their, their, their merch and the things that they wanted. And I think the last physical year at the social media conversation, we did this the same thing, which is give them an empty goodie bag. And then when they go past the different sponsors, they would get the goodies, the goodies. But of course, since it's now a digital conference, everything is put in the goodie bag for you. And you can actually, because there is people like, so do I have to go by car? I know people that went through the drive through last year by bike or motorcycle even. So that's, that's not a problem at all. You can also even walk through the drive through That's not even an issue. If you want to come by our public transport and just walk through the drive through that's not an issue either. So it's, it's the, the idea for the drive through is more that there's kind of this moment, this, this fiscal moment that you at least get to see the organization, the people behind it and have a little bit fun as well. So I hope that kind of answers the question about the, the drive through event. Awesome. I'm looking forward to tomorrow as well. So I, I think I'm going to come there, do my session and just stay the whole day till the end. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. So I think, yeah, we can close this off with one last question and Fishmoney already asked with opportunities. So that in this conference, there has been a lot of emphasis on, you know, the new social media, web 3.0, NFTs, blockchain. So for you, Raphael, being, I guess, fairly new to the conference, but also exploring social media more. How in tune or were you before the conference about these developments of, you know, web 3.0, social media moving on the blockchain and the opportunities that things like NFTs have? You put me on the spot here, Diego, because, you know, honestly, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be straight up honest. I have no idea. I've heard of, of NFTs and all this stuff, but I really need someone to hold my hand and tell me what these things mean, to be honest. I actually have no idea. So I can't, I can't really answer that question as, as fulfilling as you want. But Diego, maybe one day you can tell me, everyone's pointing at you, <laughs> can tell me like what they are, you know, how, how do you even create one, you know, I, I, like, how do you even get to that point? So I have no knowledge what's. Can I quickly point something out? Yes. Do you, do you know about the imposer or were you the person that told me about the imposer story that there was somebody on the blockchain that was using your photos and posing as Starriver? Yes. Yes, that's correct. That, that was happening. Yeah, I actually, that's true. That was happening. Yeah. I forgot about that story. Yeah. Yeah. So there was Diego, there was an hive. There's this photographer who was using Ralph's photos and earning money with the Ralph's photos by creating supposedly his content with the Ralph's photos. That, that really happened. Wow. That's <laughs> interesting. Well, you're at the perfect place uh, at the conference. It's a good place to start uh, to learn more about it. And this just goes to show and 
you know, I, I didn't want to put you on the spot, but I'm glad you just answered it honestly, because I think there's a lot of people that, you know, are in a similar position because they just haven't been exposed to it. And this conference is a good opportunity to bring that to a wider audience. And it's important because this gives especially creators the chance to take it, take control of, you know, earning something or just creating and having it, you know, registered somewhere publicly online to, to show that who has that ownership, who has its true ownership. So that things like what happened to, to you, imposters doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, you know, there's a community that can, you know, double check that and say, hey, this is an imposter or to validate that, you know, it, it's fake or not or who the true owner is. But having that said that, Rajiv, how about you? Where were you when you entered, you know, the conference? Where were you? At what stage were you when you entered the conference regarding, you know, Web 3.0, the, the developments of social media, et cetera, and NFTs? Well, I actually didn't join the conference uh, to learn more about Web 3.0. Oh, I didn't expect anything, actually. Was I, I was positive, su positively surprised that Shamluk brought it up. His keynote every year is very relevant and sets the tone for the next year. I'm just going to try to put it out there. And, and it's one of those keynotes every entrepreneur should uh, watch out for. So, and, and him explaining three three interesting parts. One, the the web entrepreneur, the NFT, and basically as a young person, having less of an excuse or argument of not getting or becoming rich because all of those tools are out there. You just need to have an internet connection. That's just one. Second thing is he also brought the, the, the part about the, uh, the, the social dilemma. And, and that was one of the things that was keeping me busy today before I entered this, because I'm happy that we, we didn't talk too much about it, but the danger of AI being able to just copy your voice, copy your face and create a fake of you, it's out there. It's even closer. And, but at the same time, I'm happy that we, that the message was try to do positive, try and, and I, that, that's, that's one thing I want to enter. Try to do positive. And the, and the third, which is still relevant is we're talking about e-commerce every year or social media e-commerce everywhere, every year. And we're making those, those steps. And, and it's surprisingly one of the key remarks from the marketing manager was her tip was if we're going digital. You can just take an existing employee and hey, go and manage <laughs> the, these channels. You have to, there's an important HR aspect to it. So it's, and then it transitions to Andreet's point of digital leadership. It's a whole new point of view, a whole, whole kind of leadership that is needed for this age. And that's digital leadership, especially if we want to be successful. And end with a positive web tripping or experience or any type of experience. So Diego, I think uh, we're going to have to hire Rajiv next year to like, at the end of the day, do a summary of all the sessions. Because you were really on point there. That was really impressive. Thanks for, for sharing that. Also for people that haven't seen the sessions, it's already kind of like informative, giving like a, like a clear view of what these sessions were about. Cool. And I guess that's all the time we have for tonight. I think we covered a lot and Rajiv ended it 
beautifully with that summary and just how everything flows into one another. So what are we flowing into tomorrow to quickly recap Chanluk and then we can close it off. So first of all, I'm really excited. And the thing that made me most excited is like you guys said, I found a way to get crypto into this conference without making it about scams and money and investing and looking from the financial side of crypto. Because that's that's the first thing that people get. It's like, ah, it's this investing space and, and money. And no, it's also about creation and also opportunity. So I'm really excited that also we found speakers this year that were willing to kind of, I mean, Jennifer and Shane, if you haven't seen the session and you can log into Mabulo, if you haven't seen the session on social media and the blockchain, please check it out. Because the way they explain what it actually is, it really, they couldn't explain it any better. So that's for me. Sorry, it was one of the biggest wins. And when it comes to tomorrow, so like if today was a heavy lineup, today, yes, tomorrow feels even heavier because there's like, okay, so there's some of mine by Badu. Then there's the offline all right, which is a team of really, really women who are marketing managers at some of the bigger companies in Suriname. And then at the same time, Jay Austin Hansel as a workshop and then workshop is probably going to be limited. So that's going to be interesting as well. Like how many people are allowed to join that. But I think the big uh, session, which is the session from Jean Malam, Martina and Farsha, that's going to be, that's going to be a hell of a session. And then I'm excited for the read session because Freedom is like uh, um, a mentor to me as well. And she's got to talk about how you can agile, how you can implement agile on your content for it your content planning. So that's something that I'm really excited about. And that's at the same time, a social media lifestyle with Seven Grant and Minerva, which is also a pretty damn awesome session. So the amount of female empowerment sessions, like like all female panels is, 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 is big this year at the conference. And then after lunch, yeah, so Diego, I'm going to have to watch the recording because I'm going to have to interview. I'm going to have to interview who will be talking about the future of art. But your session, I mean, that's got to be a fun session. It's with Nathan Adler, the Outputtings and Kevin Hadley, which are three extraordinary people, just like Diego, who have really put in the word to, to create something new. So that's just got to be an awesome session as well. And then closing off with Raul Neors, who's like, Somebody who's, when, when I started researching social media in Suriname, he was one of the photographers already on it. Him and Patrick Rolis, there was like a bunch of photographers who really got into space. Then Helio just jumped out of nothing and took like control. And now finally, because I mean, if you've seen Rob's work, I don't know if you've seen Rob's work, Tony's work. I mean, if you see their work, it's like, where were these guys? Where were these guys 10 years ago? Because that level of, of commitment, the level of editing is, is just amazing. So I'm really interested because Raul is going to tell his story and just tell the story because most people just take the photography story. But one of the things that I asked Raul is, please also go into the crowdfunding story because he's like one of the few people that I know who successfully did two crowdfunding campaigns to completely get the costs or at least get a large part of the cost for his books covered. So I think that's really an interesting, interesting session as well. And then of course, we, 
we got to have a little bit fun. It's still COVID time. So it's still a drive to evil instead of a driving event. But yeah, for me, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for tomorrow already. And last question here from Ishan. Will this fit be available for replay? Yes, this video will be available for replay. It's basically available for replay on all the channels we're broadcasting on now. So all our Facebook profiles, it's on Sean Luke's LinkedIn, it's on my YouTube, on Twitch, and I think Twitter as well. And also there's going to be an audio version released in the weekend, but that is after the conference. But if you want to watch this again directly, you can go to any of those uh, uh, before mentioned channels to watch it. So yeah, I see you're watching it from Facebook. So when we end the session, you can just rewatch it wherever you are right now. With that being said, this was a special edition of Social Convo, Social Media Conference Suriname 2021 edition, hashtag SMCS21. So don't forget to use that hashtag when you share. And we will be back next week again with the regular social convos. We don't know who yet, but we've already extended a semi-formal invitation to Raphael to go into his story. Today was a bit more on this conference, but we'll finalize scheduling later this week. And with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for commenting. And as always, see you next week. Shanluk? Yes. Raphael, Rajiv, thank you so much for taking part in this experimental social media conference episode. All of you for commenting. There were a lot of comments today. It was really interactive. And of course, lovely to everybody watching. And yes, for those who are participating in the conference, we're going to see you tomorrow or tonight because Raph is going to send you messages on the network to get extra points as well. So thank you guys for joining it. We had a lot of fun. This was Social Conference. See you next Tuesday. Same place, same time. Bye-bye.